Hello, and welcome to another episode of Insights. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week in Health IT, a channel dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Our hope is that these episodes serve as a resource for the advancement of your career and the continued success of your team. Now on to the show. Today on Insights, we go back to a conversation host Bill Russell had with Darren Dworkin, the previous CIO for Cedars-Sinai. The topic of discussion was how did Cedars-Sinai create new avenues for care during the pandemic? And Bill sets this up by asking Darren, how are you reducing touch points, minimizing unnecessary contact, and creating new avenues for care to be received? Let's talk care at a distance. We're looking at things like reducing touch points, minimizing unnecessary contact, creating new avenues for care to be received. How's that going for your health system? What are some of the things that you guys are doing? I think it it depends, and it's becoming an increasingly complex answer. I I think that when we first spoke, we were in uh, crisis mode of jumping in and doing whatever we had to do to get ourselves ready and to deliver care in what felt like a new and emergent way. I think we then went into what we started to think of as the next phase, which is how we start to deal with sort of this, this sprint that we had to get through. And of course, at that time, we couldn't see the forest through the trees. It turned out that sprint was really a marathon. And now we're in that much longer period. And I think the reality is that we're seeing lots of different things we need to do for different parts of our care setting. Much in the same way, we wouldn't refer to the idea of we're planning for doctor visits. I don't think we can equally say we're planning for telehealth. The initial things we did for telehealth were broad, but now they're becoming a lot more focused. So we're quickly starting to think of these touchless, the telehealth, the sort of the the digital pieces we're overlaying onto the health system, not as one broad layer, but really as enabling technologies for the different types of care that we provide in the different settings that we provide it. So I'll give you a couple of quick examples. It's been very clear to us that telehealth measured against follow-up visits in surgical care is something completely different than on-demand video visits as perhaps a substitute to going to see your primary care physician or urgent care. They're really at opposite ends of the spectrum. Similarly, some of the video visit work that we've done or the telehealth visit platforms that we've stood up to enable some of our subspecialty care, very, very different than what you need to do in an ambulatory setting in and around internal medicine. And so really starting to understand the differences between that and making sure that we're building the right types of enabling technologies for each one is becoming more and more important. And I think the reality is that quickly dissipating is the give back or the luxury that we've had of, well, it was quick, it was temporary, we'll give them a little bit of a break. I think consumer expectation is really rising around some of the things that we thought we were standing up super quick and folks should be appreciative as the months are going on, you really have to harden them. Everything you said there really made sense to me, except for the primary care one. So let's unpack that one a little bit. So telehealth visits for primary care, is that not working for the physician, not working for the expectation of the patient? Or is it maybe not working as we want it to? 
You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I think the honest answer is I'm not sure we know yet, but I will say that our observations around primary care telehealth has probably been similar to everybody else's. It was hovering at a low level. COVID hits and it goes really, really high, sets new records everywhere we thought it would set. And then it slowly comes down to this equilibrium that's not at the peak and not at the low, and it's somewhere in between. And we're, I think, in the early stages of trying to unpack what that means. And I think that there will be more than one answer. Some of it will be physician preference and practice preference. Some of it will be patient preference. Some of it will be family preference. Some of it will be what was the visit really about and you know, maybe what were the, the, some of the underlying sort of nuances in and around it. Heck, we're starting to discover some simple things that we never would have thought of. We rolled out some technology support so that you could wait in your car and we would notify you and you can fill out some forms on your phone and wonderful stuff. And then we realized that, hey, some of the parking lots and some of the ambulatory offices don't have cell coverage. That's not going to work. And so it's little things that are hurting the experience for patients that are perhaps drawing them to maybe think differently around it. And we're starting to trying to find sort of what the, what the right answers are. But I do think at the end of the day, what we have all underestimated when we got super excited about that peak was that patient preference is ultimately going to be the driver. And a lot of our patients want to come and see our physicians. I want to thank Tracy for another great episode. If you have feedback regarding the content and materials that you just heard and would like to help us to amplify great thinking to propel healthcare forward, please send us a note at hello at thisweekinhealthit.com. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. 